Today's goddess represents fertility, harvest, women's health, and well-being. Known as the Chinese moon goddess, she is Cheng Er. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode nine of Goddess Chat with Leos. I am your host, Gigi, and this is our other beautiful, gorgeous hostess, Miss Nicole. Hello, everybody. Join us as we drink some tea, explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. If you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review. Also, word of mouth is priceless. So make sure you uh, spread those little words of mouth around for us, please. (laughs) Well, Gigi, let's grab our tea and welcome this week's goddess. And it's tea time. Um, Yes. I'm excited. So (laughs) I didn't go crazy today and I didn't really do the corresponding tea to our goddess. I'm a little stressed. So I did a honey lavender yogi tea. So John Hamlet, life is good. Yes. So it's pretty yummy. And the cat's staring at me through the door in the closet. Hi, Jinxie. <laughs> She's like, Mom, what are you doing in there? Said, Mom, why are you in the closet? There, I could say so much. So, what are oh, you drinking? My yes, love? we could. I'm, you know, I'm just having a little bit of green tea. I kept it simple as well, but I thought that green tea would be a little reminiscent of, um, you know, the Chinese culture. So, I thought, why not? How exciting. So, yeah, with this uh, goddess, I'm super excited because the Chinese uh, Lunar New Year is coming up and we're going to be talking about her. And next week is a big goddess. We're going to be talking about Aphrodite and we will have a special uh, guest that we're interviewing. So super excited about that. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, we're definitely trying to grow with you all and bring exciting things. And I hope you all have been able to listen to our last couple episodes about Freya and Bridget. I mean, we're trying to cover different goddesses from different cultures and different parts of the world and just really explore the um, beauty of femininity within our goddesses and us. So let's celebrate womanhood. Well said. Well, you know what, everyone? Let's chat about today's goddess. Well, everybody, our sources for today's goddess are Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander. And we also went to a couple other websites, such as Britannica.com and Wikipedia, um, to learn more about this Chinese deity, Cheng'e. We didn't really have any of our oracle decks to explore more about her this time. So hopefully we can find some in the future that cover more goddesses. So if anybody has any tips on new oracle decks that we should check out, let us know. Yes, I'm I'm obsessed with Oracle decks. I have four or five. So if you do have one that has this goddess in there, please let me know. The Chinese moon goddess Cheng'e has a couple different ways that they spell her name. It's um, C-H-A-N-G apostrophe E or C-H-A-N-G-O. So 
the one that seems to come up most often is um, with the E at the end. So that's what we're using right now. But um, what she was known for is um, working once for the Jade Emperor, who was hmm. the ruler of heaven. But when she accidentally broke a precious vase of his, she was um, exiled to earth by him. So that's a little Oof. extreme for breaking a vase, but, you know, hey. it must have been very special. <laughs> ruler of heaven you don't want to piss him off i know, you know? and i mean he's the jade emperor i mean maybe it was a jade vase i mean yeah yeah he's like <laughs> he take one thing and he's like that's it you're gone leave well, um, no um a little bit of history about this gorgeous goddess on earth as a peasant girl cheng yu cheng yu befriended an archer named Ho Yi. I got that one right. Nice. Thank you. One morning, to everyone's surprise, ten suns, not like male suns, but suns in the sky, they oh. rose high in the sky instead of one. Some sources say they were actually the children of the Jade Emperor and began to burn the land. Oh, the marksmen, I know, right? The marksmen, Ho, Ho Yi, shot down nine of the sons, saving the world and therefore gaining fame and honor. And he was also given the elixir of immortality as a reward. So some reward, (laughs) right? I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, you shoot down sons. Nice. But then you get the elixir of immortality bonus. Definitely. (laughs) God, God makes my Christmas bonus seem like nothing. <laughs> no. okay. Well, I mean, I, I think it's pretty hard to shoot down a son. So, <laughs> right? Be like, legal assistant, shoot down a son. Okay, fine. Well, soon after, Ho Yi became king and he married his beloved moon goddess, Chung Yu. You got me so self conscious about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, I got this. He did not consume the elixir right away, but let Cheng Yu keep it with her as he did not want to gain immortality without his beloved wife. However, while Ho Yi went out hunting, his apprentice, Feng Meng, broke into his house and tried to force Cheng Yu to give him the elixir. She refused, and to prevent him from getting it, she drank the elixir. Now, it's interesting. Um, Gigi sent me something from the Smithsonian, I think it was, Mm -hmm. on YouTube. And it was this beautiful little cartoon, less than four minutes. Highly recommend it. Look it up. Um, But they made it almost like she was left home alone. And so she started snooping because she's a woman. And I was like, (laughs) really? Well, you know, there are tons of different stories and legends for this goddess, um, depending on what region you're from. So, I mean, you know, that could have been one region's take on it. So, but it is interesting to hear all the different tales of Chunga. I just looked at Chris and I was like, it's a patriarchy, setting the man down. I just So Chang'u then, once she drank all of the elixir, she then flew upwards towards the heaven, choosing the moon as a residence, which I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind hanging up there. I would imagine that I would look like um, Hedy Lamar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as she loved her husband and she hoped to live nearby him, Ho Yi discovered what had transpired and he felt sad. 
So he displayed the fruits and cakes that Chung Eun had liked and gave sacrifices to her. Hmm. So, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, to get to a woman's heart, it is nice to give her treats. I would think. I mean, they say Thank feed you. a man, but we get hangry, mm-hmm. so definitely no, feed a woman oh. to make her happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know? Um, when I was a kid, my mom had to go in for some kind of surgery when I was like maybe three or four. And my dad's favorite story is instead of me saying, "Is she okay?" You know, when she coming home, I just looked at him and said, "Who's gonna feed me?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know, been my motto our priorities. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because Chris is the one that does the cooking. So I'm like, who's going to feed me? <laughs> right. Can I have some more, please? <laughs> Sir, may I have some more porridge? <laughs> and so, in an older version of the story, Chung Eun stole the elixir from Ho Yi, drank it, flew to the moon so that her husband could not go after her. Oh. If you guys hear a weird clicking sound, it's my kitty cat trying to stick her paws under the closet door that I'm recording in. <laughs> so, it's actually really cute. I just see the little beans, <laughs> little toe beans. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my son does the same thing when I'm in the toilet. So, um, <laughs> when I'm in the bathroom, you see this little hand creeping under the door. And- and he's trying to get to me. So, you know, you can't avoid it. <laughs> How many of you can can understand that? <laughs> Either kitty cat paws or children's paws. <laughs> exactly. Hi, Jinxie. You came in to join us. So, um, let's see. I lost my place. However, somehow Chung Yu swallowed it first. Legends, of course, as we said before, they differ and vary, and it caused her to float up to the moon again. So, I mean, there's some elements that are still the same. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, I think, how she got there, how she drank the elixir, and how she ended up in the moon. It seems like those are where Ex- the variances are. Exactly. So she lived there for the rest of her existence, along with her friend, the Jade Rabbit, known oh. for his skills as an herbalist. How badass does that sound? I mean, I would love to have a bunny friend no matter what, but a bunny friend that is an herbalist? I mean, come on. (laughs) Score, right? Gosh. So some sources say Chung Yu only drank half of the elixir and Ho Yi drank the other half. He then rose into the sky and settled on the sun. The two deities, right? The two deities represented the universal forces of yin, feminine, and yang, masculine. I, I think oh, I like that ending. I do like that. The most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While other sources say she sought refuge in the moon when her consort, Ho Yi, the Lord Archer, so he's called the Lord Archer, Archer, King, discovered that uh, she had stolen the drug of immortality given to him by the gods. Ho Yi's pursuit was impeded by the hare. I'm assuming that's the Jade Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Who would not let the irate husband pass until he promised reconciliation. Which this, I don't know, this version of it, I didn't really believe. Because in every other thing I read, he loved her so much. Yeah, it seems like it was definitely um, between her missing him and being deeply in love. Or him loving her and giving sacrifices. Yeah, that one, you know, that... Every everyone's got their own take on it. It's like playing telephone. You know, you whisper in one person's ear and they interpret it a different way. So <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe this one. Because I, I did, I felt it. I'm like, okay, there's similar, you know, themes running through it. But so as a harvest deity, she governs the fruitfulness of the land. Her husband's salvation of the earth from the ten scorching suns echoes this power. 
The legend of Cheng Yi also describes love and immortality. Some stories emphasize the devotion of oh, what we were just saying. Some stories emphasize the devotion between her and Ho Yi. Some speak of her sadness at being separated from her husband, and others say she drank all the elixir of immortality and he was furious with her. Mm. Again, the telephone. Yes, the telephone. Believe game. what you want. <laughs> um, the many versions of the myth myths represent the intricacies of marriage as well as the complementary energies, yin and yang, that create wholeness. Okay, well, I mean, I do like that summary to it because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you do go through those different stages in marriage or relationships, and yin and yang is all about that balance. So there will be, if someone's angry, you're going to run away. That's the balance from that. (laughs) If someone's sad, you're going to try to make them happy. You know, they're they're definitely, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a little bit about uh, the appearance of Chang'e. Typical paintings show Chang'e floating toward the moon, often with her palace in the background. The hair is sometimes present, preparing the drug of immortality. But statues more often represent her holding the moon disc in her raised right hand. Well, Gigi, I want to talk a little bit about worshiping and celebrating of our goddess this week. The Chinese celebrate the festival of Chengyu on the 15th day of the eighth month, according to the Chinese lunar calendar, in late September or early October. We wanted to actually do this goddess for the lunar new year instead of when they actually have the festival, because we just thought it was kind of cool to talk a little bit about the lunar new year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's the moon goddess. It's Lunar New so. Year, Chinese New Year. I thought that would be interesting. And also, um, you know, there are going to be so many goddesses from different cultures we're going to be covering during the spring and the fall because of those being yes. such um, big events. Um, so we thought, you know, let's let's celebrate her a little bit early on this year. Exactly. Give her a little bit of a notice earlier on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's she's very known in the Chinese culture, but may not be known in as much in the Western world uh, society. So, you know, we wanted to try to bring those unknown goddesses to light. So yes, definitely. Um, So with this goddess, the full moon harvest festival is one of the most important of the year, a time to give thanks for the earth's bounties. So again, yeah, most cultures have that around harvest time, you know, like our Thanksgiving. Exactly. Absolutely. What I love the most about her is women often petition the goddess for blessings and other participants feast under the full moon. Hmm. Right. I'm like, that's lovely. So with the full moon shining in the heavens, moon cakes are often eaten and ordered and offered as gifts to friends and to neighbors. Many go outside to view the supposed outline of a toad on the surface of the moon. For this creature, according to one legend, is now Cheng Yu, which I didn't find that anywhere, but I didn't really deep dive, so I'll have to yeah. look into it a little bit more. Um, at, oh, at one time, she was actually called Hung Yu. I think that's how it's pronounced, yeah. Yeah. But the name became taboo when the two Chinese emperors took it as their own. (laughs) Oh, wow. So they had to change the goddess's name because emperors were trying to be godlike by colonizing and stealing her name. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The person I'm willing... Are you hungry, Jinxie? What is going on? You know what? Maybe she has a special connection with Chunga and she just wants to be a part of this episode for that reason. She does. She might be our mascot. <laughs> well, everybody, um, a few fun facts are um, 
In modern times, Chang'e has become the namesake of the Chinese Lunar Exploration Program. So, you know, they have decided to honor in that way because, you know, they're going to the moon. So let's name it after the moon goddess. Also, uh, Chang'e and her story became the main theme of a 2020 American Chinese animated feature film called Over the Moon, produced by Netflix. And the goddess is portrayed by Philippa Su. And I actually saw this movie um, with my son a couple months ago. And, you know, that was my first time learning about this goddess. And it was a very fun movie. It was very poppy and animated. And it was she was portrayed as um, a very um, almost like uh, narcissistic. Um, she was just like all about her beauty and all the fine things around her, but it was her way of um, trying not to show how hurt she was inside from being separated from her love, from her husband. So Aww. yeah. Um, and, and when they do finally, you know, connect again, how happy she can be and all that stuff. But instead she just kind of wants to be surrounded by amazing things in the meantime. But um, there were a lot of sweet things in the film and it was, it was a very cute movie. So, you know, check it out. If you have a moment, you could learn a little bit. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, so I'm going to definitely look yeah, it up. It was really cute. And I don't, also, I, don't have kid. I was just going to say, I don't have kids. So anything animated, I'm like, huh? <laughs> I, I know, I know. I was just browsing through Netflix for like, let's watch this. But um, another interesting thing is um, there's a quote from the Apollo 11 flight journal on the day of 1960, the 60, 1969 moon landing, huh. where um, they said, an ancient legend says a beautiful Chinese girl named Chung O has been living here for more than 4,000 years, and it seems she was banished to the moon because she stole the pill of immortality from her husband. You might also look for her companion, a large Chinese rabbit. So back in 1969, they thought, you know, we might even find her on the moon because the moon was so unknown, you know, there might have been some truth to the legends, which I think that's really cool. Oof. Can you imagine they land, the door opens, and there's a jade rabbit, like mixing herbs going, yo, what's up? You want it, some? There's some interesting <laughs> things. Actually, I did see, um, not see, I heard on the radio they were talking about um, how we haven't done much with the moon, you know, not much moon exploration since all that. True. And there has been... Um, I, I, reports or rumors of um, dinosaur fossils on the moon. They're like, what if dinosaurs lived on the moon? And obviously, you know, the environment couldn't really sustain them scientifically. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that maybe when um, the asteroid hit, that it shot some of the debris, you know, of the animals that passed like into space and they could have landed on the moon. So you, they're actually thinking they might be able to find dinosaur fossils on the moon so you just never know what you might find on there I mean there's gonna be lots of cool things (laughs) I had this awesome image of a t-rex just like floating backwards with these little tiny arms going (laughs) (laughs) he can't even get any momentum because his arms are so short (laughs) (laughs) he's like I'm too bottom heavy help what's happening (laughs) well thank you Gigi for that it's a little bit more of a no space exploration yeah (laughs) it just popped in my head i heard on the radio this week thought i'd share so (laughs) i love that please do (laughs) 
Well, I'd like to start um, telling everyone a little bit about some maybe correspondences that you can um, do for Chengu. And, you know, you can kind of incorporate her into your altar if you'd like. Um, some symbols, obviously the moon, because she is the goddess of the moon. Uh, yin and yang symbols. So you could have those. Um, gemstones would be moonstone, pearl, jade, quartz, anything that is uh, a correspondence of the moon. Uh, Gigi, you said which I think gemstone? I heard um, green aventurine is another stone um, associated with her. Mm. And I know that we don't have foods listed, um, but um, in one page that I was reading about her, they were saying that the jade rabbit was mixing up the elixir using, um, using cinnamon. It was under a cinnamon tree oh. or it was using the actual cinnamon from the tree. So um, I think that that's a food associated with her. Um, I also heard different um, harvest foods, you know, like pumpkins, grapefruits, I think pomelos. And mm. the main thing that is associated with her during the festival is uh, mooncakes. Uh, which which are essentially rice cakes, right? No, actually, I it's think... a pastry. And oh. they do um, some, I forgot how they, they do the egg but it's almost like a hard boiled egg, but it's kind of sweetened with the way they do it. So it's meant to be shared with other people. But um, yeah, they, uh, we learned a little bit about that by watching over the moon. Animals that she's associated with, rabbits, toads. And I would just say color wise, I would go with anything that corresponds with the moon. So white, silvers, maybe even really light pastel pinks. Um, I did see that uh, she's represented with pinks and greens a lot. So oh, I think that those are good colors for her. And, you know, since we are talking about um, Chinese New Year and Lunar New Year, of course, red is a big mm -hmm. deal for that. And yes. um, this year we are um, welcoming the year of the ox, which is actually my year. So um, apparently when it is your year in the Chinese uh, Zodiac, it is a bad luck year for you. And oh. so you're supposed to wear jade and you're supposed to wear red daily so a lot of people wear red underwear or mm -hmm. um or like um some something red on their cell on their bodies in some way i'm gonna have to pay attention to that this year since it is my year so <laughs> all right goddesses we need to keep uh gg accountable yes. jade and red all right every let's day. do this <laughs> dm her all day every say, day <laughs> and say do you have red and jade on at some point <laughs> I don't need, I don't have any jade. I need to get some. I know. I've always been obsessed with jade. I've always wanted some type of um, jade um, bracelet or necklace and haven't ever find, found something that I really fell in love with yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, maybe I'll find something this year. We'll see. Yeah, I like it. And I'm trying to think uh, candles, if you don't know, go with the colors that, you know, correspond with her. You can always use white. White is a, a substitute for any other intention. And honestly, it's your the intention. You can sit, look at the full moon um, when it I think. No, we passed the full moon. So yeah, no, the... this is for um for Chinese New Year. It's the new moon, but for new moon, Sungu, I was going to say, I think it is a full moon. So, um, okay. they they are opposite. But yeah, um, the the new moon this year, uh, this month is the eleventh. Mm -hmm. Get your new moon. Put out some good intentions. 
focus. Yes. Mooncakes. Oh, and a big thing with it is I'm lighting incense. Incense are huge. They didn't really talk about um, certain um, aromas, but I have heard, you know, jasmine is a good one. Um, But just having the incense lit and honor the goddess and and whatever you feel like honoring is is a good thing so have your Mm. incense have your candles and have a good time with your friends and family well everybody in closing chung'e is here to guide you in balancing the yin and yang forces in your life regardless of gender we all have both feminine and masculine energies in us and we must learn to integrate them in order to achieve harmony so find your balance and just you know embrace it right snaps to that (laughs) i love that please give us a follow on instagram goddess chat leos um dm us if there is a goddess that you want us to do one that we might not know please let us know please subscribe follow us rate and review reach out to us like you know because right now it's just Gigi and i talking but we we'd love to have some feedback and to know just um if you're enjoying the show Oh, definitely. And, you know, we're just starting out, you know, this is our um, third episode together. Um, Nicole has been doing this a little bit longer than I have, but, you know, just getting more word of mouth and more listens and just talking to us is really going to help us grow. And right now it's something fun, but we enjoy uh, growing with you all and um, hoping that you enjoy this time. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Aw. Well, thank you, Gigi. I know you weren't feeling too hot today. So thank you for being with me and making me a better person. And thank you all goddesses for joining us. We love you. Well, thank you all for making me feel a little bit better today as well and just raising that energy. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. We're actually recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. So have some fun if you're watching it. Try not to get too, um, you know, hungover tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> drink your tea, drink your water. Yes, hydrate. <laughs> hydrate. All right. Love you, goddesses. Bye. Bye.